Nice Shift Football Cast episode 15.1, Adelaide and A-League chat. Adelaide 1, Brisbane nil. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Goodbye. Cheers. Thank fucking God. Now we can put that to rest. We can finish in fourth position. And that's the season done. Well done, everybody. Three points to Adelaide. Adelaide's back. We're back. And Whisper we're going to win the league. It. Yell it. We're going to win the league. Wait, are we winning the I don't think we're winning the league. Uh, we're not going to win the league, but we can win the grand final. And Melbourne getting... Maybe. <laughs> they're getting points stocked, are they? <laughs> They've yeah. gone over the salary cap. Um, Potentially. No. Yes. So we were there last night at High Marsh. Yeah, a great game. I say last night, but people won't be hearing this until a few days later. <laughs> but <laughs> Time travel. Time travel. Uh, in the stadium. Adelaide getting three points. It was nice. I don't, um, mind, I don't mind Sunday night fixtures. The crowd, obviously... Uh, was it great? I didn't see it, but it must have been six I mean, or seven. I mean, we don't mind it because it's the most accessible time for us to go to games. Oh, that's it's very selfish, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, because that's both, why we don't mind it. We're both sitting here with Mondays off, so yeah, having a drink and having a punt. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Life is hard, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 fucking oath. Swear jar. I've already sworn too much. Um, yeah, another. I guess if we want to be real positive, that's three clean sheets at home in a row. That's great. Uh, changing goalkeepers as well. Changing goalkeepers. Um, Delianov was awesome. Delianov was great. Um, Two big set piece saves. The the penalty especially, uh, not a great penalty, but he still have to save it. Brilliant I, save. I thought it was a better penalty than most that you see get saved. Uh, it was low. It was hard. I don't think he had to commit. It was the fact that he committed. I don't think it was too hard, and I don't think it's too far to the side either. Okay. Do yeah. you think maybe? Okay, that might just be. I thought he hit it a little it's bit. Still harder. very good. Yeah, I thought he hit it hard enough. Yeah, that, maybe. That if he didn't... No, it wasn't... If he didn't guess the right way, he wouldn't have saved it. Not... That was a very Michael Owen comment. That was re- what well, I meant to say. If he dove the other way, he definitely wouldn't have saved it. What I, meant, <laughs> what I meant to say is he didn't stop and watch the goalkeeper. He uh, he had a position picked out where he yeah. was going to dive before the play kicked yeah, in. That's yeah. what I meant. That was okay. my Michael no, Owen I think, moment. I don't think... if you Look at it again. I don't think he put it wide enough okay. to beat the keeper. This is still a very good save. That's fair. Any penalty save is a good save, you know? Well, yeah. Well, I thought the Mendy one on Aguero is not that great to say. It's just, I mean, it is because he hasn't dived. He just stood just there and scooped it into him. He's picked the right way. Which apparently, statistically, if keepers stood still more, uh, you'll save more than you'll not yeah, save. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, they've worked it out. Which is why I think people were being unnecessarily harsh in the City game. The, oh, this should really incorporate the City game as well. I don't know where you're jumping now. Well, there was another penalty where he just stood still and McLaren absolutely thwacked okay. it into the bottom corner. All right. So this time he's picked away, he's gambled and he's got it. Yeah. Okay. It's a good save. Well, and yeah. the free kick was a good save too. Yeah, so... Yeah, Delianov was good. Um, happy to have him back in the team. Don't mind Gauchi. He just... He has his moments. And uh, Delianov's been pretty solid most of the season until he was injured. Started off maybe a bit sloppy, but... There was that moment right at the end where Delianov uh, comes out just to secure the ball before full time. And it was sort of reminiscent of that Gauchi moment against the Mariners where he came out and kind of uh, cocked it up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of different. There's no like opposition player running in on him. But the way that, but, he, yeah. the way that he came out to control that, that area and keep the ball in play just looked so much more assured yep. and safe than what Gauchi does when he, he comes He gives off me line. more confidence than Gauchi does, as yeah. good as Gauchi has been. There was a couple of really good clearing punches he made as well, Delianov, coming into packs of players and... He should really be in the conversation for Tokyo. Andy Harper thinks he is. For the Olympics. Yeah, well, I think so. I I'd think he's got to be that. in the conversation. I think he's better than Glover. For sure. Um, and I, we can talk about Melbourne City after, if you like. 
Is it Melbourne? Is it Melbourne City? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we we'll stick to Adelaide at the moment, though. Uh, that was fun last night. It was fun. I think um, a pretty good game. Entertaining game overall. Hell yeah, it was entertaining. Teams. It was the sort of game where... Um, had we not got the win, had it been a draw, I think we probably wouldn't have had too many complaints. Um, a pretty even game. We just had that one moment of... I thought we uh, had clearer chances, to be honest. We probably had clearer chances than one, the one we actually scored. When but. you assess the, the Yangi one, uh, where he, he breaks in behind behind the play one-on-one, um, yeah. just thinks about it a little bit too much. Yeah, probably should have scored. Really, um, he like telegraphs what he's going to do and he doesn't execute yeah. it either. Sometimes you can telegraph it but we, they yeah. shoot so well that the kid doesn't matter what the I keeper think does. We telegraphed that one from up in the stand where he was shooting. Then, <laughs> where we pointed, yeah. <laughs> we were pointing. Go on, top um, right hand corner, mate. Come on, put it away. But um, we from the from about twenty seconds in, I was already like, yes, Yengi's already bringing us something that Yurich doesn't bring us. Oh, he was very quick, um, wasn't he? Chasing people. I know Yurich has his defenders who say it's his job to score goals, and he's scored goals, but. We weren't getting results when he scored goals. Mm, precisely. Um, which reflects poorly on the overall 90 minutes of the game. Um, and we're playing a lot of these games almost a man down. Yangi straight away hustling defenders, getting in behind, making runs. And the goal comes from, I guess, Goodwin whips the ball into Yangi. Yangi's trying to flick it through for himself Definitely. to run onto. Definitely. But Goodwin ends up getting on the end of it. But the point is that, accidental or not, it's that Yengi will try these things. He'll mix it up. He'll try and do things to throw off the defender yeah. rather than just you know receiving that ball and then laying it back out to a midfielder. The defense is set up. You it's, know. it's that little bit of invention that you're looking for. A bit of invention, yeah. And Goodwin does. I mean, Goodwin in the build-up does so well. The, crea- also. the creativity that we should be having in the final third, yeah. The way that Yengi's movement and that sort of instinctive flick yeah. into space... It brings, it, it, he's doing exactly what Juric is supposed to be doing, bringing the wide players into the attacking area. Yeah. Because that's such a trademark Goodwin finish. And maybe we, we were critical of him over the last month because he hasn't been hitting goals like that. Yeah. Maybe even, the angle hasn't been created for him. Even enough. last night, we had moments where we were a little bit critical of him. Um, because still, like, he scores that goal and it just kind of uh, reinforces what we've always said about how dangerous he looks when he's looking at getting behind defenders. Yeah. But for some reason, we do. A, he does a lot of this, like, he's running with it or he gets a ball down the wing and just stops with it. Yeah, it comes back than, inside. Rather than going on. And he looks so dangerous when he does it. And he's got the skill to beat players. So uh, hopefully he takes this goal and finds some form again and we can start timing our run into finals. That's, that's what this has to be now as a catalyst for the last four games. Um, yeah. To, you know, because we've had that, we had a bad period, good period, another poor period. Yeah. And that's what you, we said that right in the first episode. This is what happens with young teams. You're going to have these inconsistent patches throughout the season. Yep. Um, and it's just how you react from them. And four changes to this side, you know, maybe in fours because we played a few days ago as well. Yep. Um, but there seems to be a decent depth to the side and that you can bring Cavallo into the middle and Kelletti in the middle. And it didn't, we didn't really miss heaps. You know, if you say Dorigo one day is your preferred central partnership, we didn't lose that much in the first half, I thought, and it was those two. Uh, which uh, Kaledi and, and Cavallo, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, made up for by Cavallo moving back into the midfield. He's excellent in there. He's been excellent at left back, but um, I, was, I didn't mind seeing him at, in the midfield last night. 
even if it means Kiddo plays left back. Um, well, Lopez is back now too. Well, Lopez, Lopez is back now anyway, but it just makes up for yeah. um, any weakness in the midfield was made up for by having Cavallo there. Coletti was... Um, he was Coletti. He was okay. He does those good things where he works back and wins the ball. Or gives and away he, clear fouls. He breaks down the oppos- breaks down opposition play a lot. Yeah. But um, like we said, handy sub player to bring on if you're defending a lead. Yes, exactly. Starting games like that. I think that's probably why he came off at halftime for Juan De, didn't he? And then because we looked, he had the booking, yeah. We looked like we maybe took a bit more control after that as well. I thought so. Yeah, I thought so too. Day brings a lot to this side. I can't believe how quick he is. I saw yeah. him scoot across to clear up um, a right bag. Strain must have been too far forward. Yeah. And he just came blasting across the box. Yeah. Cleaned it up, got rid. Um, he, yeah, his energy is great. His aerial presence is, um, you know, he actually makes an impact. He yep. seems to tower over most attacking midfielders or wingers uh, occupying yep. those areas just before the striker. So. He's got the smarts as well. Intelligent footballer. Very intelligent footballer. He's been a great signing. I didn't expect heaps from him, but yep. I don't think we were critical of him, but uh, that's he's exceeded any expectation I had. Yeah, we weren't critical of him. I think we were just... Um, uh, we weren't sure about... At the time, we had started to find our groove and win some games, and we that's were like was, yeah. a bit weary of upsetting that balance. Mm. But um, it's, just it's worked out well. Yeah. It's been great. He's now been we excellent. Have, we have actual proper depth in midfield too, which is nice. Yeah. I think from this point going forward, I don't expect us to win the competition. I do. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I do. I told you I was going to make some bro- uh, bold predictions. I don't expect us to win it. I just want to see the same kind of endeavour and creativity and invention each week from here on out through the finals. If we get beaten by a better team, we get beaten by a better team. Which is, yeah. I, yeah, you can live with that. It seemed to be a little, little bit more controlled than it was at the beginning of the season, where there was lots of just, you know, innovative flair, basically. Torres beating players in areas where, you know, it looked good, but it didn't really matter to the overall play of the game or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas last night, it seemed that we were turning on the X factor in those pockets of space where we actually needed to do it yeah. in order to effectively attack. And it was just nice. We didn't really look that threatened other than maybe a couple of crosses into the box. Yeah, and some set pieces. Some set pieces. Yeah. Which, you know, I thought Jakobsen coming back would have sorted that out because I thought that was, you know, Timothy and Elsie don't have great organisation, it seems, in the air. Did, well, that's, I think they did fine. They didn't get we used to concede a, We used to concede a few goals from corners with those two in there. Free kicks and Yeah, no, I mean, stuff. yesterday I think it looked oh, fine. Oh, yesterday, really, yeah. And the, the free kicks they had were... <clears throat> Like one was a shooting position, so he had a shot. Delianov saved. Um, obviously, there was the penalty at the corners. I think we just dealt with fine. We just got the numbers in, got it our way. Yeah, I'm thinking back to it now. I was happy to see uh, Jakobsen back in for Timotheu. Definitely. Yeah, that's our preferred central partnership. Yeah, has to be. Yep. Ryan Strain back as well. Really solidified it. I think that's a pretty solid defence when you've got Strain, Jakobsen, Elsie. Um, if you get Javi Lopez in there, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty solid. Because um, then you've got the screening cover as well of Dorigo and Wanda. Yeah, I think because, uh, I don't know, on the back of last week's loss to Melbourne City, was it 4-1? Yeah. I didn't get to see that because I was at training, but I saw the online <laughs> hatred from Adelaide fans. <laughs> people going off the boil on it and just, I don't know, people acting like it was the worst result ever, but... We set on the pod think, minus two. Like, yeah, I think this is always going to happen. We predicted it wouldn't be a nice result, 
um, obviously that doesn't mean you're happy with it, but um, we're accepting it. But there was lots of claims about who should be dropped and who should be brought in and what we need to sign and all this. And I think it was a bit of an overreaction because this squad is still pretty solid. Yeah. It was just, it was sure like, sure there's areas we can improve, but it was just Melbourne city, are a very good team. Yeah. It was just like the last bit of shifting snow before the avalanche. Cause we had all those dour results before the yeah. draws, you know, the losses to Wellington and stuff. Yeah. I get it. I get there was a little bit of an overreaction. It, it, you know, we should have won those games prior to the city defeat. It wouldn't have mattered so much. Yeah. But they, you know, for a period there in the second half where Halloran scores a really smart goal and gets us back into it, uh, we actually look kind of threatening and dangerous. It looks like we might actually get a draw out of this. Yep. Um, it's just a shame, really. The penalty, Cavallo, you can't really blame him too hard for it. Uh, the ball was there to be won after a little bit of pinball, and yep. he's just overstretched and taken the attacking player happen. out. He's gone down, obviously, it's happen extraordinarily easily. But yeah. it's there, I suppose. I don't mind them calling it. And then, yeah, we just kind of dropped our heads a little bit. Yeah. Fourth goes in and bada bing, bada boom. We're out of there. Yeah. Title chance gone. <laughs> were we a realistic shot at it? I thought we were the most realistic of anyone else that was going to contend yeah. for it. Although um, if Sydney keep getting gifted these calls, they may continue as well. <laughs> they are... I still can't see anything changing with them. I still think City are the team. They're going to have to have a real bad day when someone else has a real good day for them to not win the championship. Few win more, the toilet seat. A few more Garuccio penalties yeah. to give away, I think. Adelaide have their moments, though, so we'll just see how they take on the last few games. Finish strong. I hope. Who have we got next? I don't know. Great question, Hayden. <laughs> I don't know. We, I know we have Sydney I know we got at home. Sydney at home. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. That'll be a good day out. That'll probably decide if we finish second this season. Um, that'll be a massive game. Hopefully a big crowd comes in for that. Capacity restrictions are pretty much gone now. Um, unless you count the AOL deck as a, as a missing, you know, 500 people that you could probably fit in there or however many you could fit in there before. Does anyone sit there anyway? There's a bar there. Are you a fan or not a fan of the AOL deck? I'm not a fan because I haven't been. I reckon if I went there, I would really enjoy it. <laughs> sit on a beanbag and drink piss? No, I don't want to sit on the beanbag. I want to stand up I want to stand. on that terrace bit okay. where the bar is. It would be brilliant. You could turn around two metres behind you, all the parallel you could drink. All it's done is make me wonder why we haven't just gotten rid of all the seats in the active bay and made that a terrace. Yeah, how come you can have a, a sponsored terrace, but you can't have a fan accessible terrace? They did it in um, when they built the new stadium in Parramatta for West Sydney. They did, yeah, they did. They've allowed for those seats to be removed and for it to be an active standing zone like they have in Germany and other parts of Europe. That's I don't cool. see why we can't do it at Highmarsh. It would be excellent. That would be cool. Yeah. They all stand up in there anyway. Exactly. And it would take away that argument of people buying active tickets and wanting to sit down. And then just going in there and sitting down and <laughs> yeah. complaining that people stand in front of them. Like, piss off, Susan. Seriously. Don't sit here. I'm telling you, Katrina, you just get the fuck out of here. Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say Karen. It's overdone. Have you got any more on the Adelaide game? No, just that we were, we were good and I enjoyed seeing us win. And before it, I was thinking, oh, shit, maybe we won't make the finals. Because we looked like we had a really tough run home. Because Brisbane had only lost one in six or something. Yeah. And we hadn't won in five. So, But thank God for the unpredictable nature of the A-League. 
you just cannot pick yeah. what team's going to win from game to game. So we absolutely no idea. We go away to Perth Wednesday night. Oh shit. That's a danger game. We go away to Perth Wednesday night, then away to Melbourne uh, on the weekend. And then it's Sydney at home. This is why I was really... Before the Brisbane game, I didn't think we were going to make it. Yeah. I st- yeah. Mm, maybe, I, maybe I still don't think we're going to make it. Perth seemed to be just hitting some form just in the last week or so. So It's because they've got that... Typically, coming up to a game against us. They've got that glut of uh, home games. They've got like five home games in a row. Yeah. And so that's, you know, they're going to be weapons now. Yeah. And they've already done the double over us. So imagine they do the treble. Yeah, that'd be annoying. It could definitely happen too. If Keo, I mean, we should just talk about the Perth game now. Yeah, sure. For Andy Keo to have not scored a goal this season, uh, to pick his birthday of all days to score four goals. What's, what's Pop four? Up with four. A yeah. quad trick. Uh, I think yeah. you just say he got four. Uh, <laughs> at, at the double double, maybe. Don't say that. <laughs> at the double is the most stupid phrase in football. <laughs> What does it mean? What does it mean to be at a double? It doesn't matter. Rodrigo was at the double. That's all that matters. What does it mean to be at a double? You know, to have approached two. <laughs> that's, how, that's how disappointed you are at the double. Anyway, Keo scored four. Kianese got the other one. They absolutely dismantled West Sydney 5-1. A West Sydney side who had won 5 nil the week before. Yeah. So what do you even make of any of this league? Is it real? Is anything real? Does any of it matter? No. It just... I mean, and these, these are teams that aren't even in the top six. Uh, West Sydney are, but the other three aren't. Like Perth, Western United, they're just... Wellington, they're just boxing on. Yeah. Causing all sorts of upsets. Reeking a have it. It's hard to see. It's hard to predict. I don't know who's going to make the top six, and please don't ask me who I think is going to make the top six. I don't know either. Six. I'm not going to make any predictions on this league because it's ridiculous. Do you think Keo's second goal was a worldie or is it more Magush just being shit It's a bit of both. Those sort of goals always make the keeper look ridiculous. But they often, like... He lost it. When you see those videos from the Premier League of like halfway goals where the keeper's off their line and they come back and it's like, why don't you just run back and save it? It, They always somehow seem to fall over or the ball kind of bounces. They're like not even in line with it or something ridiculous. They're kind of half sprinting, looking over their shoulder like, oh, I just got to judge this dive. No, just run back and catch it. Anyway, you got to give it to him for trying it. (laughs) He made his own luck. It was his own Harland moment. All right. Other A-League. What did you think of uh, Melbourne City Wellington? Uh, I'm surprised they dropped points. Yes. Oh, I thought Wellington looked good, though. And I will not be baited into discussions about the celebrations. What celebrations? From a particular Wellington player. You mean a certain uh, Israeli import? Yeah. He scored, he celebrated. It's made national news. It's made national news. His, you can co- check it out. his coach has had to distance himself from the celebration. Yeah. Um, this could be a little bit of a story developing here. It could be. I don't really want to talk about it here, though. If we can leave it. <laughs> we'll leave it. But Melbourne City drew 2 all, and I was surprised. But Wellington have shown this year, they've played some good patches of football. It's their, They're kind of hit and miss. It's their forward press, and I think yeah. when you come up against sides like us and sides like City, who want to hold the ball in their back third, um, they cause turnovers and they cause mistakes. Yeah. And that's what keeps them in games. Yeah. And, of the, you know, Hamed, we don't want to really talk about what's been going on, but he's pretty lethal. Yeah, he scored some goals. Does score some yeah. goals. 
He, um, He's a physical presence, throws himself around. Wellington as well have had a pretty tough year. Generally, just they being away from home. Like, they haven't been home for months, yeah. these guys. They haven't seen their families. They haven't... Um, playing out of Wollongong. I think they're allowed to play. They're playing their last couple of games at home, aren't they? Yeah, they're done now. They're going yeah, home. They're going home. I saw so. a big uh, like a thank you from Wollongong. Uh, it'd be nice. It'd be cool if they went home and got a win or so. Uh, they're not playing us, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Win, yeah. win all you like. Hopefully they win. They can still make finals, so that's the thing. They're really, yeah, exactly. Everything is up for grabs as we go they're into in the last couple. Yeah. Uh, they're the only really games I saw this weekend, apart from there was the West United game, I guess. There uh, was, you know. In Ballarat. Ugh. On on a football Another oval. Another different city on a football oval. You can still see the markings. Like this, Western United are essentially just touring Australia, playing home games. They're at, homeless at AFL grounds. Yeah, they're actually homeless, <laughs> and they're wondering why. Did you see the story about the Western United youth players playing in front of more players, no, uh, more fans than their main team? No, because they played that Preston Lions team. Yeah, who have you know maybe been inflating their crowd numbers, but it doesn't look like there's three and a half thousand. But yeah. there's definitely a good. Definitely chunk of a people good there. crowd, yeah, and they're more coordinated as a fan base and into it than the Western United fans are yeah. too. So it looks better, it sounds better. That was a funny little. Uh, they they just need to figure this out with Western United. Yeah, they should have waited the fucking two years before the stadium was built. Why would you not let Canberra in? They're ready to go. Their women's think, team's still ready to I go. I think like, we've uh, yeah we covered the Western United thing the last couple of weeks, going off the handle a bit, but yeah. There you go. Yep, sack Rudin. So fold the club until they're ready uh, to uh, play at their home base. That's my take. Brilliantly dispatched penalty from Lafondra, though. Mm. <laughs> absolutely. Whether it's a pen or not is another. another the classic debate. ninety-nine. But uh, look, I don't, absolutely hammered in. I don't mind it being given a pen because we saw two others given as a pen as well on the yep. weekend, which is all you ask for. Is just even yeah. if you can get consistency along a, uh, like along a single round, not even the whole season. If you can look at similar incidences over the same weekend and be like, okay, they're adjudicated the same, yep. that's fine. I think it was just pure coincidence that they happened to be the same, though. It, it was a pretty We've funny... We've seen over the balance of the season that it's not consistent. No. And no one really knows the rule. So. No. no, but they did call those... You know, I don't mind the Adelaide penalty being given. No. Because they gave this one. Yeah. But that's what frustrated me the most about the 90-second minute call, yep. where it's clearly the same incident as the other three. But for some reason, the referee doesn't give it. And should we go tinfoil hat? It's because uh, it's Sydney. You can go tinfoil hat if you want. I, can't, I mean, why, why we have this extra transfer window boggles my mind as well. But for Sydney to go out and re-sign their top scorer from the previous few seasons just to bolster their attacking uh, ranks before the finals. I'm sure he fits in the salary cap too. Well, <laughs> people, keep, yeah, people keep saying Bobo's not a marquee, but okay. So how the hell are you paying him under the cap with all these other players? It's yeah, they, there are like caveats and clauses yeah. which have been created basically to suit Sydney and Melbourne victory for having players over a certain period of time and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's players like Wilkinson and Ryan Grant that are paid that aren't counted to, under the cap because of how many years they've been at the club. Yeah, yeah, which are only recent rules that were brought in basically, basically so Sydney could keep signing. Well, you're players. getting very tinfoil now. Well, it seems to only benefit one club consistently, these rules, or two clubs, basically. And it's, it's built so that the, the bigger clubs with the bigger financial base can spend more of their money, which is yeah. fine. Like, I get that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but when you're, when you're building rules that are sort of always tilted to be favoring one side or another, 
I don't know. It just seems seems a little bit um, just seems a little bit one eyed. Which enough. I probably sound right now. I was, just, I was just thinking for Adelaide, you could set yeah. up a better scholarship academy system. So like we play a lot of kids. We should be paying these kids proper yeah. money. We were joking about it last night. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And so it would be good if the A League could bring in something like that, where we could pay more. You're rewarded for playing. For playing youth, your yeah. youth players, yeah, and the league chips in, pays them money, pays the club money, yeah, to be able to. Con- it's another one down the road of the funding for this competition mm. that needs to be looked at. Uh, On to, we'll just quickly jump across other results. <laughs> Not going to talk about the game, but Central Coast beat Newcastle. That it's that is apparently look, a derby. That's the highlight right yeah, there. That's it. Is the Matt result. Simon scored a pen? Cool. What a game. Yippee. Newcastle dead bottom. Wicked. And MacArthur beat Melbourne Victory 3-1. Matt Derbyshire got a double. At the double. At the double. That's what we should have called the pod. No. Nah. We should rename it. I'm not doing it. Okay. We'll put it to poll. Democracy always wins. We're not putting it to a poll. <laughs> I meant I'm, I'm going to call Graham poll. I am the captain. <laughs> Look at me. Don't do the accent. Um, anything else, Ailey, you want to cover or you're done? What else you got? That was fun. No, I enjoyed that. That was a good A-League wrap-up. The only other, just on Australian football, the other note I had was um, uh, we had a bit of Sam Kerr watch last week. Oh, her, yes. The Champions Chelsea League. side uh, this morning got smacked 4-0 in the Champions League final by Barcelona. So, unlucky Sammy. It was unfortunate, the first goal that went in. Um, I saw a couple of people taking the piss out of, this is supposed to be the best women's quality game in the world, rah, rah, rah. It's like slow hanging fruit. It is, and but these kind of goal mouth scrambles where there's a weird own goal happens, happens everywhere. In every sort of football. That's, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, Juniors, amateurs, everywhere. It's like when people say, "Oh, it's peak A League." Like people don't. There's no own goals scored in other leagues, or there's no you know missed tap ins in other leagues. Precisely. Saw Barcelona miss a tap in on the weekend. So yeah, happens peak, everywhere. Peak La Liga. Peak A League is Costa Barbarousas being. Shouldered by other people to fix a goal net. To tape that's, up the net. Yeah. That's peak A-League. Shit things happening during a football game. Yes. Are not, you know. No. The same thing. The ball boy removing the flag when Tim Cahill was going to punch it. Yeah. That's peak A-League. That is peak A-League. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. The yep. sauce bottles flipping off the Newcastle fans. That's brilliant. That's peak A-League. Brilliant. <laughs> so let's not confuse peak A-League with... Just shit. Shit, <laughs> piece, shit pieces of football. Just shit football. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else Australia related? Or are we done? I think we could be done. I think we're done. That was we'll a good, it there. Yeah, that was a good little Australia chat. It's getting hot and I can't wait to see how this season finishes. Yeah, stay tuned for the rest of the season, folks. We'll see how it all pans out. Even if no one outside of the football community cares, we care. We care. <laughs>